0: roto grinders presents your first word in daily fantasy sports Let's go! the morning grind stevie tpfl and company are here to jumpstart your analysis on today's dfs slate Let's go! without
1: further ado here's your host
0: Stephen young
1: hey everyone welcome to the rotor grinders morning grind podcast i'm your host CBT tpfl it's friday it's may 10th it's 2019 and we have 14 baseball games to talk about here on today's slate i'm joined by my good buddy will chief justice of six we got some work to do after yesterday will um we gotta we gotta get back on track here
0: yeah for sure man i uh man you know I didn't have as good of an early slate as I thought. I, I went a little bit too heavy on Cubs and and, and, uh, and Marlins, and that kind of cost me. Had I stuck with the Angels a little bit more, I probably would have had a stellar day, but it uh, just didn't work out. And then tonight, uh, man, I, I, I think this is probably the worst MLB slate uh, I've had. I mean, I stacked the Braves in Seattle, went four and four, Uh, And I actually ran Rich Hill and uh, it's just, it's not pretty out there folks. So uh, once again, we are in the middle of a NBA showdown uh, sweat and it will absolutely have to save my night.
1: Well, I hope it works out for you. Hopefully, you make enough to pay for my night too. Um, Seattle, New York, what were you doing? <laughs> Jay Hap had his highest swinging strike rate of the season. Uh, of course, he did. Um, and that's baseball. You know, variance of baseball is very high. We always talk about it. There's nothing safe when it comes to baseball. You know, we try to do the best we can to break down the stats. But at the end of the day, um, it's a real life person throwing a ball at a guy that has a bat that can hit it or not hit it. And. You know, we just got to trust the process, and you know, it's been a good week. I'm not going to complain about one bad day. It's been a good week. I'm ready to get it back on track here on Friday. If anyone hasn't checked out our sponsor, make sure you head on over there, check them out. It is fantasydraft.com. Sign up through the Rotogrinders links. I'm pretty sure the promo code is GRINDERS. That way you get access to three months of Rotogrinders Premium for Fantasy Draft, and you'll get three, and you'll get access to any cool promo that we run with Fantasy Draft. So if you haven't checked them out, make sure you check them out. Will, we have 14 games today. We are going to jump right in and get started on this slate. We got Angels, Orioles, Trevor Cahill, Dan Straley. Any interest here in Cahill?
0: Nope, no interest.
1: Yeah, it's kind of where I'm at. Um, I was looking at pricing really quick. I don't ever look at pricing before. I think his $7,100 price tag is fair um you know you're not going to hear me say that he's a fade at that price because obviously he's so cheap so i'm not going to tell you guys to fade him at that price if you want to play him in tournaments i have no issues with that um i I think there are really good pitchers on this slate as far as cash games go so probably not my favorite option for cash games but tournaments you can make an argument for cahill you can make an argument just about anybody that has a strikeout rate over 20 percent against baltimore let's just be realistic Um, The other side of this game, Dan Straley, we're starting to see what Dan Straley is. This was a guy that benefited pitching in Miami for half of his games, and now that he's gotten outside of Miami, he is not very good. Um, I'm guessing you have zero interest in him.
0: No, no, zero interest. I mean, guys, you guys know I'm a Cahill guy, but uh, it's just one of those days where I've kind of got my build in mind, which is why I I, I really don't like Cahill. And then obviously with Straley, uh, like you just talked about, um him getting out of miami in the into baltimore uh welcome to the jungle he's going to get destroyed
1: yeah this game has a 10 total um for a reason Uh, let's just be realistic um let's talk angels bats here you know it's been a while it's been a long time since we've mentioned otani on the podcast and as much as i like trout i like otani um this is a good spot for him cole Calhoun's kind of a changed his approach at the plate if Lastella bats leadoff, I, I think he's interesting. And I like the fact that all the prices are up on these guys. Lower that ownership. Um it's a it's a 14 game slate. I'm not too worried about ownership, but anytime you get pricing on on, on guys higher than what they usually are, they're going to be lower owned. So, um on draftkings they're lower owned on fantasy draft, they're a little bit more expensive too. So uh, what's your thoughts here on the Angels? And then you can just go right into Baltimore since I already kind of talked about who I like on the Angels.
0: Yeah, man. Um, I mean, the Angels, I mean, it, it's all the usual suspects for me. Uh, you know, it, it, it's obviously going to start with Mike Trout. Uh, you talked about Stella, the, the possibility if he leads off. Uh, I think Otani will play here. Um, at least I hope he does. Uh, he'll be someone I have interest in. But the fact of the matter is I think I'm going to have interest in this whole lineup top to bottom. Uh, I'd even play Fletcher in a wraparound. If he's in the ninth spot, I won't care. Uh, this is just a good spot all the way through. Uh, Brian Godwin is another guy that, you know, when I'm building Angel Stats and he's out there, I like to get him in. Um, so especially in this matchup, in this ballpark, uh, he's a guy that that I trust. Fly ball rate looks good. ISO looks good. Moba looks good. Uh, you know, he's o- over 25% carry, but he's a guy that I really like. Um, so I, I mean, j- just this whole lineup, uh, on the Baltimore side, uh, I like VR, you know, if, if you guys are, you know, in our play IQ, like you, you'll, you'll really see that has some stolen base potential here. He's a guy that I really like, and he's doing pretty well on the season, not striking out as much as usual, uh, right at 19.3%. Um, so, so I, I like what I see there. Trey Mancini's another one. Dwight Smith Jr. is another one. I think this is a nice little potential uh, low-owned game stack. I definitely think that uh, it's going to be more ownership on the Angels, but I, I think this could potentially be a little uh, mini game stack here between Baltimore and, and, and uh, the Angels. So I uh, like both sides.
1: You know, my favorite play from Baltimore is, and I don't think I've said this at all this whole season, it's Nunez. Um, I, I like the target guys that get the ball up in the air against Cahill he's a guy that is a massive ground ball pitcher so Nunez um I don't I honestly don't think I've played him much this year I don't know I, I know I haven't talked about him a lot this year but he has six home runs on the season he's a guy that has been slumping a little bit recently this is a spot against uh, a pitcher like Cahill where he can kind of get on track here he's gonna probably bat forth high fly ball rates and um you know the average exit velocity air distance is what I like to see against Cahill so um I like Nuñez. Um I like Mancini, I like Smith. I can play those guys. The only issue, I know you talked about the high probability for VR if he gets on. The only issue that I have with VR is more of the ground ball rate. He's a guy that hits the ball on the ground a ton. So, um if Babbitt's on his side, you know, obviously he adds his upside with his stolen base upside here. So, um what Will was saying is completely true. White Sox, Blue Jays, 9.5 total, Dylan Covey Go- against Clay, Buckholtz. Buckholz, a 136 favorite. Do we have any interest in Dylan Covey?
0: No, not today.
1: Yep. Um, I'm right there with you. You know, for the most part, Dylan Covey's been really solid against righties. 292 Woba, .078 ISO, um, 130 hit distance average, 60% ground ball rate against righties. But they have enough lefties where I feel like, you know, you you can stay away. He's not a big strikeout guy. He's a pitch-to-contact, I-want-ground-balls types of guy. He uses a sinker to generate a lot of ground balls. So I'm going to pass on Kove. I'm with you. Um, Clay Buckholz. we know what Buckholz is. Um, he's, he's not – He's, he's not, not last
0: year, I can tell you that.
1: <laughs> yeah, he's not he's just he's not good. Um he was good at one point. I, I'll give him credit. There he had a stretch with Boston where he was really, really solid. But I don't know if it's the change change of scenery going from Philly to Toronto or what, but he's allowed at least six hits in every game this season and at least three runs in every game except for the Tampa game to start the season. He's really, really struggled. I don't have any interest here in him.
0: Yeah, and you know I don't as well.
1: Uh, Let's talk White Sox bats first. Here, (laughs) (laughs) Uh, you seem excited. I'll let you go first. That's fine.
0: Oh man, listen, I think this is the this is the boomer bust spot. Big slate uh, total isn't going to be as high as some of the other ones we're going to see. I I love the White Sox here, man. Uh, Garcia, Moncada, Bregu, Alonzo, Beef, Beef Castillo. I I like these guys, man. I just I I don't I don't think they're going to get ownership. Yes. The strikeout rates look pretty high, but man, you look up and down this lineup, you look at two through our projected six. I mean, these fly ball rates are through the roof for a guy that's got about a 41.6% ground ball rate on the season. Uh, You look at last two seasons combined, the ground ball rate is right around 43. Nothing's really changed too much. Really, really, really excited. Uh, to get some White Sox exposure, man. Moncada, Abreu, Alonzo, I mean, man, Tim Anderson. I I I like this team. One of my favorites on the day. Give me the Chicago White Sox. I I I like them a lot here.
1: Yeah, I really like Alonzo's price on DraftKings as much as I think Abreu's the better play today. Alonzo's like 3,700. I was just looking Mm -hmm. at it as you were talking there. Um, Abreu's been fantastic this season. I don't think people realize just how, like, go look at his average exit velocity – his CX Woba is one of the highest in the league this season. So, um, really like Abreu, Alonzo, like you said, Moncada. The guy that I, I tend to lead all, leave off my stacks is Garcia. And it's just more of like, I feel like his upside's always a little limited compared to the others. Um, you know, and he's expensive. And I just feel like there's going to be better options. He only has one home run on the season. He's not a big power guy. Um, you know, he does get on base. Delmonico is the guy, another guy that Ooh, I like here, though. Yeah, um, I like him. So, you know, there's plenty of ways to get your exposure to the White Sox here. Um, definitely like the White Sox call. As far as the Blue Jays go, obviously, like I was talking about it, like when you're looking at Kovey, you have to look at who hits Sinkers well. Um, that's that's his pitch. And we're seeing a trend with Tells. It's all very small, but we're we're seeing a trend with him hitting Sinkers very well. Justin Smoke crushes Sinkers. Um, he's a fantastic play here. And if you want to take Billy the kid. <laughs> He has good stats um, here. And, and we just know like Dylan Covey is a guy that is more pitch to contact. So I think the Blue Jays are definitely worth a look here.
0: Yeah, yeah, for sure. Uh, and Eric Sogard as well was on just an uh immaculate run there for a while, just seemingly hitting the ball out of the park every day. Obviously, he since slowed down a bit. Uh, but he still looks good on the season. So he's another guy. This is another one, man, that just got many game stack potential could could really set you apart in a tournament. So I'm really excited. I, I, I like this game, man. So guard Freddie, Freddie Galvis. If he can kind of get back on the right side of this thing. Uh, you talked about smoke just, I mean, man, this team looks good. I don't think anybody, I think, I think the Vlad Guerrero Jr. Uh, honeymoon is over. I'm saying between the DFS player and, and him, obviously the fans of Toronto love him. But I mean, I think he could get a hold of one as well. So I, I, I mean, I like this game as as a mini stat. We're starting out the day with with two hot cakes here. Uh, can't wait to play a few of these teams.
1: Vlad's an awesome play here. Um, price, price, considering price, considering matchup, considering Ooh. that they gave him the day off Wednesday, and then they were off Thursday. Reset. Take your time. Reset. Um, and this is a spot that I think Vlad comes out refreshed and has a really good game. And you can make on Fanduel, you can make a nice little stack uh, with smoke Vlad and tells. And either if you want to go grid or McKinney and run a nice little four man there. um, I I like that. Mm. I think it's very much in play. Miami Marlins, New York Mets, seven total Pablo Lopez against Zach Wheeler. Um, Wheeler, a massive, massive favorite here. 196. Any interest in Pablo Lopez?
0: Man. Uh, have the Mets been awful or have the Mets been awful uh i'm, I'm sure. trying who this is one of those days where i know i don't need to play pablo lopez like i'm I, I don't think i need to play him he's been he's been good this season don't get me wrong but the mets have been so bad like i i've got mild pablo lopez exposed uh interest the mets are bad i mean they they just they, they can't hit uh, a planet right now, and I—I th- I mean that—that's where I met with Pablo Lopez, man. Like I saw them go out to San Diego and struggle really bad. I mean, I saw them not play well in Milwaukee. This is, you know, they're in a funk right now. So I, I've got mild interest in Pablo Lopez.
1: I have a little interest too. You know, he has—he has decent stuff. The—the the thing that concerns me about Lopez is his strikeout upside. And where he's priced, you're gonna need a little upset. You know, you need, you need him to have a good game. And you know, he's been a guy that even though his stats since the start of last season don't show a ton of strike outside, like upside, he was around eighteen point six percent last year, and he's around twenty five percent this season. The XFIP's way down. Um, and, and what I was, what I was noticing when I was looking at him earlier is his velocity is up almost a full miles an hour, and like it doesn't sound like a lot. But if you could throw hitters off just that a little bit, just a little bit, and, and a mile an hour will throw off hitters just enough, um, especially when you throw a changeup. So,
0: Man, that's the difference between it looking like a, a dime coming in and a penny coming in. I mean, that's, it, it seems minor, but that's huge.
1: So I have slide interest. Um, he's another guy that I would put in my Trevor Cahill player pool um, type interest. I, I think that's another guy. The matchup's not great, but it's not bad. Um, so that's kind of where I'm at. And then uh, as far as Zach Wheeler goes, probably my SP1, potentially SP2, because I might pay up for both my pitchers today um, in cash games. Um, you know, we do have some really good value. And if you punt catcher like I always do, I think you'll be able to fit in maybe a Castillo and a Wheeler. Um, spoiler alert, those are my two favorite pitchers today. Um, there you go. So. Wheeler's just in a really good spot. It's just it's the Miami Marlins. Like if you watch the game today um, or on Thursday, Darvish just can't throw strikes. Like there is something, I don't know if it's mental or what, but he just can't throw strikes, but this is an awesome spot for Wheeler. Um it's it's the Marlins. I don't really have to go into it. 127 ISO, 23.5% strikeout rate for their starting lineup uh, since the start of last season. There's just no power in this lineup. Yeah,
0: I'm with you, man. Uh Wheeler, my, my favorite picture on the day in, in terms of price and upside. Price and upside, Wheeler is absolutely uh, my guy today. I've got one more guy that that, that, that I like as well. Um that, that I think is in a really good spot. Um, but but price and upside, definitely Wheeler, hands down. And, and I, I think he's my I think he's my favorite. Uh, I, I think, you know, I, I think this is a game where, you know, he can get in that eight to ten strikeout range. And if he does that uh, eight to ten strikeouts, especially if he can kind of get to that seven innings, I think he'll be on his way to a nice day. Uh, the question is, can the Mets score at least one run to help the guy out and get him in the W column?
1: Yep. And you know, obviously like Zach Wheeler can hit a home run. You know, we we've seen pitchers do that for the bad. I feel like they have the best they're the best hitting rotation, like pitching rotation in baseball. Uh do you have any interest in Marlins bats? No, no, no need to play them today. Complete fate. Um, do you have any interest in the Mets bats? Man,
0: I I want to. Um I, I do feel like Cano has got to get out of this funk. I mean, you start looking at these guys' prices. Like, he's got to – don't you think he's got to get out of this funk? Robinson Canoe is 3600 uh, That I mean, I, I still think that's cash game consideration. I, I think he's got to get out of this funk. Well, I, I think he's one of the best price plays on the slate. But that's about it. I, I don't want to play any other Mets
1: just simply too cheap for Robinson Cano. He had a four hit game the other day um, and it was, it was glorious. I played him in cash that day. He's certainly somebody I'm considering for cash just because of the price. And again, I want to pay up for both of my pitchers today. And if you do that, you're not, obviously not going to have a ton of cap. So um, a guy like Cano where I, I just know he has upside power. Um, and power and I'm, I'm willing to just, Say okay. Um, let's just play you at 3600 just because <laughs> just because uh Yankees and Rays, this game's in Tampa. Domingo Herman against Tyler Glass now, seven total. Glass now a 164 favorite. Well, two really, really, really solid pitchers facing off in, in one of the best pitchers ballparks in baseball. Um, what do we do here with Domingo Herman? Man, can,
0: can we play him today? Uh, you know, the Rays are another team that's been really good. But I, I actually trust Herman here. Uh, I, I think he's got the stuff. Uh, you know, let's keep the walks down. You know, let's let, let's not walk too many guys. If he does, I think he could uh potentially pay for it. Um hasn't been bad this season, so I'm I'm not like worried, but I, I don't I just don't want him to go and have one of these starts where, you know, he walks ten percent of the ten percent of the bats. But uh, I, I like Hermann here. I, I think he's in play. He's not my favorite. Uh, especially not not in terms of price. Uh, and then I, I've also, from an aside, personally, guys, I'm always going to give you the analysis, you know, even when I'm not going to play anybody. I like them, but I've, I've kind of decided I'm just going to be avoiding Yankees pitchers this year most of the time unless I, I just absolutely have to play them. Bullpen's too good. If he gets in the jam in the fourth or the fifth inning, they'll pull him, no problem. So uh, I just, for me, I like Hermann. Gave you the analysis, but I'm not going to play him for that reason.
1: I like the leverage spot here. Um, a lot of good pitchers in the nine and ten k range today, and obviously you have to worry about like Will was just saying. The pitch count um, is always a concern with him. I do like the fact that they went 108 pitches in his last start. Um, you know, obviously that's super positive and. The only bad thing is, like, they didn't really have to use the bullpen too much on um, Thursday, so they're pretty fresh bullpen-wise, but they're on a stretch now. Like, they've played a bunch of games here in a row, so um, if de- if Domingo Herman can go a little bit deeper, I think he will. I like the strikeout upside. Tougher matchup. Um, Meadows is supposed to be back for this game, too. He's supposed to be activated off the IL today. I saw that came up on my feed earlier today, so obviously that puts another bat in the lineup, Um that is been really solid. Like he's hitting 351 this season. Um, obviously the thumb injury slowed him down, but that adds another bat you have to worry about in this lineup.
0: Yeah, man. Uh I mean he he was on a tear at at, at the beginning of the year, and they moved Brandon low up to the leadoff spot, and he just kind of went on a tear. Uh, but you know. I, I would assume maybe they move him back to the leadoff spot. I mean, I know Brandon Lowe's been playing well, and I know we've kind of got him project to hit maybe fourth or fifth, but I think maybe they move him back, and if that's the case, man, they're, they're gonna have a lot of pop uh to, to start this lineup. So yeah, I, I, I love that.
1: I don't think he lost his spot, right? Like no, 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 no. He, he got hurt. There's nothing yeah. he can do about that. Um yeah. Tyler Glass now, uh, when we're looking at pitchers on this slate, like obviously he's another guy, you know, he's super expensive 10-4 today, but continues to just have a blistering pace to start this season. He's 6-0. and um, Everything that I, I've seen on this guy, like his strikeout per nines over one, just his, his upside this season is just phenomenal. Um, can we play him against the Yankees? They're getting a little bit healthier. You know, Frazier's back. Um, what, what's your thoughts here?
0: Hey, man, listen, I, I, don't, I don't mind rolling him out here uh, in, in this type of spot. Uh, you got to think on the slate, don't you think? Well, I think so. Castillo is going to be the guy they side with in this 10K range. I, 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 would, I would think for 200 more, you roll out Castillo against San Francisco versus taking glass now for 200 less against the Yankees, even though he's in an equally good spot at home. Do, do you think that's the case
1: i do um for sure for cash at least uh for yeah, tournaments yeah. i could see it being closer but i still see castillo having more ownership
0: yeah so i mean j- just just by on, on that alone <laughs> uh i i, I think i side with glass now in fact uh ironically on fantasy draft glass now is a hundred more to castillo so I, You know, even though I know it's only a hundred dollars just mentally you see glass now over Castillo It's like I'll just just play Castillo But I I think glass now has got tremendous upside here been great this year at home in that pitchers park He's got he's got the strikeout stuff Uh, I really like what I'm seeing, you know, one of the things I like I like getting my strikeouts I like getting my cake and eating it too. I like it when I'm getting strikeouts and I'm also getting ground balls I mean, it's just outstanding. So the ground ball rate on the season uh, is at fifty one point four percent right now. Uh, I mean, listen, he's throwing a lot of fastballs, and he's hitting it with the knuckle curve, and uh, you know I, he's he's mixing it in well. I know he's only basically throwing two pitches, but it, it's working for him right now. Getting some movement, uh, re- really locating well. So I, 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 I'm excited uh, to play some Tyler Glass now. What I think is going to be lower ownership in tournaments. So that that's the approach I think I'll take here. Uh, especially on, on DraftKings and Fantasy Draft.
1: Uh, yeah. Um, I had no issue. Like I, I like last now a lot. Um, any Yankees bats?
0: No. No, I, I think I'm, I'm comfortable fading them, especially when I'm going to have probably a lot more exposure than most, I hope anyway, uh, to the White Sox-Toronto game and, and the Angels-Baltimore as long as the weather's okay. So I, I'm perfectly fine fading the, fading the Yankees today. I don't think they're bad. Uh, but, but but I think you're looking for a solo shot here, because I don't think the stack is going to get you there.
1: So, can, I, I always like to point out things that are interesting when it comes to my model. Uh, it takes a lot of factors in, and my model really likes Luke Voigt today. Um, he profiles really well against Tyler Glass now, and I, I always like to back up my model and go look and see why, but... Voigt is fastballs and curveballs really well well that's 93 percent of what glass now throws to righties so um if you're looking for a one-off slash tournament play first base is always very loaded i would guess voight would be under five percent in this spot so if you want to take a shot in tournaments um i don't hate it but again it, it's a tough spot and he could go for four no doubt um I don't really have any interest in the Rays either. Like this is just not a spot where I'm just going to go out of my way to target bats here. And I like playing guys coming off the DL, their first game back because people don't realize they're back and that uh, you know Meadows could go low own here, but I'm just going to pass on this on this spot.
0: Yeah, yeah, same here. Uh like I said, I don't think it's a need. I don't think I have to play them and so it's it's just going to be a fade.
1: Alright, we got the Mariners and the Red Sox. Seattle owes me some buckies um <laughs> uh Eric Swanson against Eduardo Rodriguez. Um ten total. Eduardo Rodriguez is a two ten favorite. The Red Sox are pushing almost a six run implied team total here, um, which is more than every team on the slate. And um, it's always fun when the Red Sox have high implied totals and stink. Uh Eric Swanson, I'm guessing zero interest here.
0: No, not today.
1: That's where I'm at. You know, from what we've seen from Swanson so far this season, is he's really struggled with striking guys out and right handed power bats, and he's a massive fly ball guy. Well, guess what, dude? You have to face two of the best right handed hitters in baseball with Mookie Betts and JD Martinez today. So probably not gonna play you. Um Eduardo Rodriguez, he's so inconsistent, but he has strikeout ability. As good as Seattle is against lefties as far as power. If we look at it, one, two, three, four, five guys, Beckham, Bruce, Santana, E5, Haniger, all have ISOs over 200 against left-handed pitching this season. But there's so many strikeouts in this lineup. Do we roll the dice? Do we take a shot on Eduardo Rodriguez today in tournaments?
0: Uh, I'm not doing it um, <laughs> because I don't think I have to do it. I mean, I, I like Erod as a pitcher overall. Uh, obviously, uh, you know he's a guy. I pick my spots with. I, I don't think I'm going to take him in this spot. Uh, I think this is going to be a fade for me, and um, I'm going to kind of roll it from there. Uh, face the out at your own risk. They'll have zero ownership today. They ha- I mean, they'll have zero ownership on this slate. Um, get rid of your recency bias, listeners. Get rid of your recency bias. Uh, they're they're probably on the way to about 12 runs today. Uh, so I, I, I've just learned to just run these guys right back out, and that's what I'm going to do.
1: Yeah, I have no issues uh, with Eduardo in large field tournaments if you're mass multi-entering. I'm um, probably playing three teams today on each site, so I probably won't have exposure to him today. Um, as far as the Seattle bats go, I- I'm with you. Recency bias is going to be low, lower owned for these guys, and they have a ton of power. again they strike out a ton so like it could go either way here but um i I like the upside portion of it again not playing a ton of teams i don't know if i would end up on seattle today we talked about you know the four teams that we talked about early on are, are really solid today and then as far as the red sox go like they're in one of the best spots on the slate will and you know if recency bias is going to make them a little lower owned on a 14 game slate, then I have, it, it, you know, I have interest in them, but I like the righties in this spot a little bit more than the lefties uh, just because of the struggles that this guy has had with righties. But if you're stacking the Red Sox, you're playing Ben Attendee, you're playing Moreland, you're playing those guys anyway.
0: Yeah, man. I mean, but listen, you know, It's kind of like you talked about a lot of times, I think, and please don't take insult, guys. When we say the average player, but the average player, I think, is always going to be looking for the platoon. They're always going to be thinking, oh, right-handed pitcher. Let me see how many lefty bats I can get in or mix in. And obviously on Boston, you know, some of the, the best bats are righty. So obviously you're going to get ownership on J.D., you know, and Mookie most of the time. But you know, a guy like Xander get lost in the shuffle. A guy like Chavis buried at the bottom of the lineup won't get any ownership, uh, you know. And so I, I think you know when, when we're talking about the righties, man. I, I don't think he gave out all the stats, but man, this guy's giving up a 3.26 ISO uh, this season right now. The, the average exit velocity is down, which is which is always one of those conundrums where a guy's giving up a lot of power. But the exit velocity is down, but I don't care about that, man. The fly ball rate is over fifty percent on the year. Uh, Boston should be on their way to a really nice performance here. Uh, like them a lot, and I'm with you on those righties. I think you know, you know, you might be able to pull off one of those one, three, five, seven stacks or something like that. Especially if we can get. Uh, I don't think we'll get Mookie leading off, but it'd be nice if they kind of move Mookie to the lead off. We could pull off one of those one, three, five, seven stacks with Chavis in the seventh spot, Xander in the Xander in the five and, and and really, really load up. But I mean it doesn't matter. Two, three, five, seven is pretty much the same, but um, you know, I was just kind of thinking about that if they move Mookie to leadoff. But I I like this lineup a lot.
1: Yeah, good luck getting Ben out of the other leadoff spot. Um Yeah, I know. They, they love him in the leadoff spot. and I, I get why, but all right, moving on here. We got Texas at Houston. Lance Lynn, Justin Verlander, eight total. Verlander, a massive, massive favorite here at 260. Um, I, Lance Lynn, like, I don't know, man. This is a spot that's a little interesting. I'm not going to play him, but I really don't think Houston's a stackable offense today just because of... Lance Lynn's like very serviceable against righties and they're just a bunch of righties. If I'm playing anybody here, it's probably Reddick and Brantley, but I don't think I play Lance Lynn here.
0: Uh, man. So basically what we're thinking is Houston is going to have pretty low ownership today, uh, in, in Texas at home. I mean, in, in, in their home ball, ballpark minute made, I, I've got some interest in Houston. I I know Lance Leonard's been good. Like, I – and and this is a pure ownership play. I don't don't think Houston is the best uh, uh, offense on the board, but I think I'll just side with what I've seen from them with the eye test. They've been playing really well. Um, They're ninth in the league right now in scoring, averaging 5.08 runs. Uh, they're averaging 5.4 at home. I know I haven't been giving out that stat as much this year, but welcome back uh, home away splits. Really like what I'm seeing there. So I, I've got some interest in Houston, man. I, I think, you know, with them being really low on, I don't think you'll have to get, you know, go overexposed to them. But um, I, I just think with the way they've been playing, I think I want to get some exposure. I think I'm to side more with Houston than Lance Lynn on this one.
1: Uh what's your thoughts here as far as Verlander goes? I mean, man,
0: I I think he's one of the best pitchers on the slate. I also think he's one of the most expensive pitchers on the slate. And I, I just think we've got guys that we can play that we don't have to spend all the way up. I mean, especially, you know, even if you're looking at, if you're looking at fantasy draft and, you know, Justin's, Justin Justin Verlander is 21 five. You're getting about a thousand dollar discount on down Castillo. Uh, you're getting a three thousand dollar discount, pretty much on Wheeler, Herman, and Grinky, which I'm not as interested in Grinke. Uh, You know, so I, I just think I, I think he's in a great spot. Um, his ownership might be a little lower because of that, but I just I just think I'd rather side with these other guys with the discount, so I can get a few more quality bats in my lineup.
1: Nobody should ever try to talk you off Verlander. Um and, and like Will was saying, it's it just it's a it's a great spot. He's an obviously um the the top projected pitcher on the slate as far as just raw points, but you got a salary cap. So I like Verlander here. I will have a, a, a share or two of Verlander here today. Um, and that's playing limited limited amount of teams just because I see some really good value and you know, I, I'm seeing really, really interesting plays today. Um, but, yeah. Any interest in the Texas bats here?
0: No, 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 no. Not not at all. No Texas bats, man. Complete fade
1: for me here. I will not fade Texas today if Jeff Mathis is the catcher. If Jeff That's Mathis right. is catching, Will, he's 2100 You can already sign him up for my team. Don't care who he's facing. $2,100 catcher. That is right up my alley. Um, as far as the Houston Bats, you kind of talked about them already. I like Brantley, I like Reddick, but that's really it for me. Um, I, I know you were talking about them, and you said that you don't mind you you side more with the Houston Bats than you do with Lance Lynn.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, I just it's it's, it's really they've been playing well. They're at home. Um, you know, a, a lot of these guys aren't really striking out that much against right-handed pitching. Uh, which you know, I I just I, I I've got some real interest, man. You're looking at the ISO numbers like, you know, Springer's at a 301, Bregman, 299, Brantley at a 308, Correa at a 308. Now, Correa's striking out a little bit more so far on the season. Uh, Robinson Torino's at a 265. He's striking out a little bit more than the rest of this team. But overall, they just got a quality lineup, man. And so I, I think at home with the way they've been playing, I, I'm just I'm going to side with them over over Lynn in this spot.
1: Detroit at Minnesota, we got a nine total. Tyson Ross, Jake, Odorizzi. Um, Oda Rizzi, a massive 225 favorite here. Do you have any interest in Tyson Ross?
0: No, 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 no Tyson Ross interest, uh, none whatsoever.
1: Yeah, after not being like too bad last season, he's really like becoming Tyson Ross again, kind of reverse splits like he was at the beginning of his career, um, which I guess is not necessarily a bad thing against Minnesota, but I'm not going to play him here. Um, do you have any interest in Jake Oda Rizzi?
0: Man... I I do I, I I actually do, but this price, <sighs> Jake Odorizzi is ninety one hundred on FanDuel. Then you hop on over to DK. It's it's about the same. Like I I uh, $8, I am. He's eighty eight hundred. I definitely think I'd play him over. Um, over I got Pablo Lopez, but. You know, he he's pitched well this season, but I, I think he's a little overpriced. It's just he's going against Detroit and he should have another really good alley. And I think that's what that's what's giving me uh the interest there. Uh I mean if you look on I mean on fantasy draft, it's about the same, but he's 16-7. I mean, I think you I, I think on fantasy draft mentally I feel a lot better about playing him there. But uh yeah, so that, that's where I'm at with Odorizing.
1: Yeah, I don't mind the spot for Roto Um On a fourteen-game slate, I really don't look at price as much as I do on like a, a seven-game slate. Um, you know, and there's just again, there's a lot of value today. Like, there's a lot of value. Um, we've talked about a lot of it with Toronto and stuff, but there's a lot of value on the slate, so I don't have to go like crazy here um, trying to like worry about getting in pitchers at a little bit higher price tag. But I like the upside in this spot, so I don't mind him. Um, do you have any interest in the Tigers' bats?
0: Uh, no, no, no no interest in, in the Tigers' bats.
1: Yeah, like, I have a little interest in Christian Stewart, you know, a, a guy that started the season hitting the ball well. Um, he's starting to warm back up at the plate. So, or was it he started the season bad and started warm up at the plate recently? But he came back um, from the 10-day DL and um, obviously, I have interest in him here at 3,900. Uh, another guy that's under 4K that I like. Um, you know, his stats are super solid. So don't mind him. As far as everybody else, like, you can always talk me into um, Nico Goodrum. I don't ever hate him. As far as Minnesota goes, I really like this spot for Nelson Cruz. We're seeing a lot of reverse uh, tendencies from Tyson Ross this season. So Cruz and CJ Crone are really interesting guys here.
0: Yeah, for sure. Uh, I mean, I actually kind of like this whole team as well. Uh, you know, I guess we'll kind of have to see how the weather's going to go here. Uh, you know, uh, it, it, you know, we'll, we'll just see how it goes. But I, I, I like the Twins here. They're another one of those under-the-radar stacks that's been playing well. It's, it's going to be back at home. Uh, and, and I don't think they're going to get a lot of ownership, Stevie, not, not on this slate. Uh, I mean, which ownership isn't going to be like, a crazy crazy factor like everybody's gonna be lower on the usual but I'm just saying like teams like this will fall through the cracks and Almost become unnoticed because of how many teams we have available. So this is another team that uh, I'm definitely gonna have some exposure to
1: All right um, Moving on we got Philadelphia at Kansas City Jake Arietta against Homer Bailey nine and a half total here Um Arietta a 148 favorite. We talked about this so much last year and the year before. These totals, when they get really high in Kansas City, always, like, throw the brakes out for me. Um, we see a lot of these totals hit unders. Um, any interest here in Arietta?
0: No, I, I don't think I need Arietta today, man. And I, so I'm just going to fade him. I think he's got limited upside. Uh, I'm not saying he's bad. But but I do think he has limited upside, and so I'm I'm just gonna stay away.
1: Yeah, I feel like he he's had a couple seven strikeout games this season, and still yeah. hasn't hit twenty in those games. And like, he's not a guy that's typically gonna get blown up, but he's not a guy that's gonna go out and throw clean starts like he used to. Um, so I'm gonna pass on Arrieta as well. I respect this Kansas City team, and they can run on Arrieta, uh, so that's always super concerning. So. As far as Philly goes against Homer Bailey, we've used Homer Bailey once or twice this season. His xFIP is way down from last year to this year, and uh, his ground ball rate is a lot higher. Um, throwing the splitter a little bit more. We don't have interest in him in this spot though, right?
0: No, I I just I can't play Homer Bailey. Not 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 against Philly. Not in this spot. There's no way
1: hosting. I will say it is very interesting. Anytime you like try to find out why a guy is getting a little bit better, like he's throwing his splitter almost 25% more than he did last year. And the ISO on his splitter is 0.051. Um, So a lot of um, soft contact and a lot of ground balls with very little hard contact on the splitter. Um, but all of his rest of his pitches are just bad. So if he's not getting you out with a splitter and he's not going to commit to throwing it a ton, it's just not worth it. But, I don't mind the Philly bats here. You know, Hoskins always stands out to me as is the big power bat. You know, with Harper, but if we look at the numbers, like Hoskins actually has like a higher hard hit rate, higher average exit velocity, balls over ninety five miles an hour. Like Hoskins is is certainly in play here. Harper, Romuto. It's kind of where I'm stopping though. Um, I don't want to go. I don't want to go crazy with Philadelphia today
0: yeah yeah i see that There's so many so many choices man you kind of got to cut the biblical cord somewhere and uh you know I, I i i'm just not sure if i'm ready to do it with philly uh, i mean obviously they've got tons of choices mccutcheon you know harper Boston you talked about them um i i think they're kind of on the outside looking and i do like a, a couple other teams better overall um, but but if I can fit them in in the form of a mini stack or or maybe take a few one offs maybe that's how I will approach Philly
1: today. Uh, any interest in the Royals?
0: Yeah, I mean you, you talked about these guys being able to run, man. Give me give me some Merrifield, give me some Mondesi, give me some Billy Ham. Nine one two might be in full effect on this slate. I, I like Aaron Gordon in this spot. Hunter Dozier. My goodness, has he been outstanding this year? Uh, so he, he's another guy that, that I've got interest in we know uh, that, that he's going to be trying to bury guys with the sinker a uh, hundred Dozier man for a uh, 290 ISO 423 woba, 460 CX woba hard hit rate of 56.86% 93.49% average exit velocity does have 50% ground ball rate But I, I don't care in this spot man hundred doja has been been raking really like what I'm seeing out of him uh, and, and the same thing for Alex Gordon. He's been hitting the sinker really well. Uh, these guys, man, they they they, they look great. I'm, I, I mean, I, I think a 9-1-2-3-4-5 stack, uh, if you're on DK or Fantasy Draft, I think it's in full effect. Um, I, I, I like the Royals here. I, I think they're going to be good.
1: Yep, don't mind the Royals. I like the call on the 9-1-2-3-4 stack. Um Certainly in play here with the stolen base upside as well. Pirates and Cardinals, eight and a half total. Trevor Williams, Adam Wainwright. Um, Wainwright, a 152 favorite. Um, any interest here in Trevor Williams? Oh, boy.
0: Um, I, I, I do – meant Stevie, this is going to sound crazy because, you know, I, I don't usually like playing Trevor Williams. And I know they just kind of lit up Joe Musgrove today. I've actually got a slight, slight interest in Trevor Williams at 7,500 on, on this massive slate, uh, and, and this is just really because he's been really good against righties most times, and uh, if he could pick up a few strikeouts, I think he'd be okay, but but that that's the only thing, man. I mean, he, he his, his overall strikeout ability is obviously very low, um, but the K percentage to righties is at 22%, uh, the ground ball rate, uh is at 39 the hard hit rate is is at 41 i mean i i feel like he's priced fairly for the amount of writings he's going to see so i've got slight interest in trevor williams if i need to try to make something work here only if i need to try to make something work
1: yep i, I don't hate him i don't love him don't hate him i have a love-hate relationship with him i just <laughs> i i probably won't end up using him today Again, this is a day I I, I kind of want to live in the nine to ten k range, um, sure. and I know I keep saying that. I the more I look at this slate, the more I'm going to probably run out like mini stacks and pay up at pitching. So, yeah. Um, and then on the other side, of this game, Adam Wainwright. I can't remember the last time I even considered playing Adam Wainwright. Um, I'm gonna take a I'm gonna take a pass on Adam Wainwright here.
0: Yeah, yeah, de- definitely not playing Wainwright. Uh, I. Uh, yeah just just not playing
1: um after getting all the pittsburgh bats way too cheap on Thursday, they've priced up a lot of these guys, but you know, still looking at it adam fraser thirty eight hundred um polanco four k um so I like those two prices. He's hot, you know, if if Reynolds is in there, if Moran's in there, those guys are a little interesting. You want to attack Adam Wainwright with lefties since the start of last season. 378 uh, Wobo, 213 ISO. Strikeout rate is only about 4.9% better than his walk rates. Uh, so you want to attack Wainwright with lefties here. And, and we have enough lefties on this Pittsburgh Pirates team to make maybe a nice little two or three man with some of the cheaper guys um, to fit in some pitching.
0: Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Um, I mean, I'm assuming, you know, we we may not get Melky Cabrera. I mean, because Polanco's back, but we'll see. You just never know how they're going to kind of design this lineup today, but they do have a few options, but I I don't think there's any lefty in this, in this lineup uh, more hot than Josh Bell. I mean, he's 5k. You're going to have to want to play Josh Bell today. Uh, to get him at 5K, and I, I think he's a, he's one of these ultimate tournament plays that you can pay up for to be contrarian. Do I think he's maybe overpriced? Maybe a little bit, but, I mean, he, he's warranted the price adjustment. So he's a guy I've got my eye on, especially as a one-off uh, on DK and, and fantasy draft uh, where I just don't think he would get uh, any ownership at that price
1: yeah and you know we gotta we gotta mention saravelli's 2900 i know Wayne Wright's better against righties but again i would super consider playing um saravelli in cash games um at this price so yeah gotta 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 mention him uh because like i said I, I really will consider playing him i like polanco for cash um he's hitting the ball he's seen the ball very well right now after not hitting any home runs all season like He's gone, you know, he has home runs in two of his last three games. So I like Polanco at 4K in all formats as well. 73% um, fantasy draft, even cheaper. My there go. Whew. There you go. Um, Cardinals, bats?
0: Uh, I mean, I think the lefties, man. I think Carpenter's in play for sure. Uh, I've been talking about this guy, and he just keeps producing. And I'm not saying he's having these massive slate-breaking games. But Colton Wong is just churning out fantasy points, man, almost every game now, just putting the ball in play, you know, getting RBIs. I mean, he, he's just – he's off to a great start. So he's a guy that I've always kind of got circled. That's kind of at the bottom of the lineup, a guy that's going to be fairly affordable on most slates and is not going to get a whole lot of ownership. So Colton Wong at 3900 I like him in this spot as well.
1: Yep, Matt Carpenter, too, still too cheap um i'll just i'll just keep playing them. you know you guys are gonna keep giving them to me under 4k again like I, I like a lot of these under 4k guys today there's plenty of cheap bats that you can make lineups with padres and rockies 10 total eric lauer herman herman marquez um marquez is a 180 favorite year in cores do you have any interest in eric lauer in cores and by the way if you listen to the podcast yesterday i said i didn't care if it was snowing it didn't matter. Nolan Arenado was going yard, and he took he took Holland yard in the snow in his first at bat. And I just thought God. it was funny
0: with, with the snow. I mean, I I actually saw the hit. I was like, man, and and I dude.
1: I, I, I started I remember, laughing.
0: I, I remember sitting on the podcast. I said, man, that would be pretty cool to just watch him, you know, launch one out in the snow, and you know, you got these flurries coming down, and he just eyed it all the way through. And I saw him make contact. I said, Yeah, it's gone. And uh, boom. Out of the park. Just outstanding. i one of the coolest things I think you'll probably see this year. I I thought at least I thought it was cool. So anyway, uh yeah, man. Um not playing Eric Lau today to answer your question.
1: Yep. Um I like Herman Marquez.
0: <laughs>
1: I I know that it's Coors and the Padres have a ton of power, a lot more power than they've had in years past. But I will have exposure to Marquez. He's 9100. You know, you compare him and Wheeler and still get plenty of bats in there, um especially if you punt catcher. And like the upside is legit, right? Like even in Coors there's enough right-handed bats and enough strikeouts in this lineup where he could get over 20, and I think he could push, like, 25 here. I like playing Marquez a lot more on the road. Don't get me wrong. I think he's, he's a legit ace when he's on the road. But I like the matchup, Will. You know, he's going to face seven righties and a pitcher here.
0: Yeah, I'm with you, man. Um, I, I like Marquez as well. Uh, 9,100. You're definitely going to have to consciously play him. I think if Marquez was in the seven to eight K range, I think we'd have massive ownership on him today. Uh, but the fact they kept him at ninety one hundred, uh, I, th- I think that's going to keep the ownership down. Um, you know, and I know you have got people in the camp that don't play pitchers and cores. I know I've talked about the fact that I just don't play cores. I don't mind playing pitchers and cores, especially in tournaments. I, I-, I like Marquez. I-, I think he's. I think he's a fine play
1: you still like even though it's cores you still got to hit the baseball and you know marquez is a 13.1 swinging strike rate since the start of last season and i wish we had the stats to look at like after after the all-star break till right now because it's 14 and a half like this season and it was really good at the end of last season so um i like him a lot here and, and Always, there's always risk when it comes to taking a pitcher in cores. There's always risk taking a pitchers in cores, but hey, it's baseball, and I love taking risk. Um, and when I can get a guy that I feel like has a plus matchup, let's do it. As far as the Padres bats go, I think if I'm playing Padres bats here, it's Franmil Reyes and it's Hunter Renfro. It's two righties in cores. The it might they're they're all gonna be looked at today i don't know how popular they'll be against marquez but reyes is 4600 and he's been the best right-handed power bat in this lineup uh you know especially against righties and he just keeps hitting home runs like it's just crazy and hunter renfro shockingly enough has nine home runs on the season and three in his last four games so i'm all about hot streaks i don't care if people don't think they're real they everybody can have their own opinion but those would be the two guys that I'd be looking at here the most out of the Padres outside of stacking them up.
0: Yeah, yeah, I'm with you, man. I'm with you. Uh, I, I think those guys are fine plays. Um, you just, you know, my stance on Coors. I, I won't have these guys, and um, that I think they're overpriced. But hey, that, that's just me. That that's my maybe that's something I've got to get over and maybe change my approach in the long run. But I'm I'm fading these guys both sides. Uh, but I I, I would definitely look at Marquez.
1: Yep. Uh, I I think everybody understands why you like to fade cores. Um, Nolan Arenado, 381 ISO. 381 ISO since the start of last season against left-handed pitching. We talked about it yesterday. (laughs) Made some jokes that came true. Laughed our butts (laughs) off in text messages earlier. Um, Obviously, is one of the best options when it comes to – um left against lefties here. And and Eric Lauer is guy that gives up a lot of hard contact and he's a neutral pitcher. He's not a fly ball, not a ground ball guy. So Story, Arenado, and Ian Desmond is very cash game playable today, folks. He's forty three hundred on DraftKings, like facing a lefty in course. Get a bat like fifth or sixth, which should lower his ownership a little bit. But don't uh, forget about Ian Desmond when you're looking at the Rockies. You're paying up for Story and Arenado. You're paying up for their success against lefties, but for some reason, you know we're getting a guy like Ian Desmond who has a three thirty-two point eight average air distance against left-handed pitching since the start of last season at forty-two hundred on DraftKings today.
0: Yeah, man, R- really like Desmond. Uh, I think this is a, a prime time spot. Uh, he should crush here. Uh, you know, I I, I I don't think I have any exposure to him. But I mean, at forty three hundred in this spot, I, I I like him a lot. Um, he he should perform admirably.
1: All right, uh, moving on, we got the Indians and in the Athletics. Um, it does look like okay. So Cody Anderson is supposed to start for the Indians. He's not uh, typically a starting pitcher, um, so it's like it's going to be like a bullpen type of game for the Indians today. And then we got Frankie Montas on the other side of this game. We're not playing the Indians pitchers here, right? No, no way. And and shout
0: out to the Rays who have started a a new trend in baseball that we thought was stupid. But, man, have people embraced these bullpen games here. Uh, I mean, not that they're, like, completely new, but these guys are turned into, like, a rotation spot. Uh, Anyway, just wanted to plug that in. Just the Rays have, have really become a trendsetter here.
1: Yeah, like, Anderson's a guy that started some games in AAA earlier this season, so it wouldn't shock me if he throws, like, 50 to 60 pitches here. Mm -hmm. And he struggled mightily in his last start against Seattle. That's probably one of the reasons why he got pulled so early. But this feels like more of, like, a bullpen type of game than an opener type of game um, for me. So... Having to pass. Um, I'm seeing two different reports here. I'm seeing Frankie Montas. And I'm seeing Aaron Brooks. So it's gonna be one of those two guys. But either one of those guys, I don't have interested.
0: In. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Ne- just. Just neither one. And, and I'm gonna be honest with you, Stevie. This whole game is like a cross off for me on this big of a slate. I just. I don't, I don't even want to play anybody in this game period. Like I'm just scratching it off.
1: Yeah. If Brooks pitches if it is brooks um none of the cleveland bats are like overly expensive so you could use them as one-offs brooks is a pitch to contact guy if that happens i would target like ramirez santana cargo in that instance because you want some rbis against a pitch to contact type of guy uh jake bowers one of those guys um three through six you know one-offs or two mans um to try to get some some rbi potential like Cargo and Bowers are interesting. They're both thirty three hundred today. I noticed that when I was looking at something a few minutes ago. So I don't hate them, but I want Brooks to be pitching. It, it, that's the case. Montas is bad against lefties, and his strikeout rates. Are good. I, I guess those guys are just in play in general. Either pitcher, um, Bowers and Cargo are just—they're just really cheap, and they—they ha- they both have upside. Bowers is a power guy. Uh, I know he's not shown it terribly all the time, but um, Bowers has upside.
0: Yeah, absolutely, man. He has tons of upside, and uh, I, I think he, he had a, actually had a pretty good day today uh, in a, in a lefty lefty spot. Uh, and I, I mean, I'm sure he score all his points against Ben Waylos, but uh, yeah, I, I don't hate Bowers at all. Um, but like I said, I just I, I don't like this game. They're in Oakland, I, you know. I've just kind of learned to just don't really play guys in Oakland, maybe unless it's later in the summer. So I'm I'm just fading this game.
1: Um any interest in the Oakland Bats?
0: Nope. Nope. I'm not even touching them either. Um just i am I'm I'm just fading them, man. <laughs> that's, that's just where I'm at with this game.
1: I have a little interest in Olsen, uh just because of the price. Forty one hundred for a guy that, you know, has some upside. And it's gonna take him a little while to get going, but I like the fact that we've seen multi hits in back to back games now. Um this is a guy once he starts gets rolling, you know, he's super good at the plate and Still worry about Chris Davis, but if he's back in the lineup today, I know he ran into the wall. He's been dealing with the hip injury. We talked about it um, yesterday or the day before. I can't remember. Um, I I think that Davis would be a little interesting if he's in the lineup, but you you have to assume the risk of him still not being 100%. Yeah. Atlanta at Arizona. Julio Tehran against Zach Granke. Eight and a half total. Granky a one thirty two favorite. Uh, ent- any interest in your boy Tehran? Oh no,
0: sir! Not when he's going to probably face five, four or five lefties. Uh, he will be sitting on the shelf.
1: <laughs> um, yeah, I'm with you. I don't, I don't like Tehran. I, I just don't like his price either. Like, I wish he was a little cheaper. Maybe I would take a shot. But yeah. Um, any interest in granky
0: <sighs> no, no listen man I I actually think Ricky's gonna be fine in this spot to be honest with you. I mean the great the, the Braves are a pesky team. don't get me wrong but I, I still trust Zach Grikey uh I, I think I could end up on some shares of him in tournaments um I mean I I, I wouldn't want to play him over uh, over uh you know Castillo um, or Glass now. I still think I think I still think he's a little bit too close in price. Like I just find the extra six hundred bucks and play glass now. But I I, I still think Grinky's going to be fine, he, even against my Braves. I, I think I think he'll be fine, man. So if if you're trying to put together a team and maybe you do need the extra five or six hundred bucks, I, I
1: think Grinky's in play. Yeah, I don't hate him. Don't love him. Um, yeah, you know I, he's interesting here. Yeah, I feel like he always pitches better against the Braves. But, you know, obviously I don't want to base that off of just guessing and not looking up the stats. But um, I, I always feel like there's a little vengeance there for him anytime he faces the Braves. Um, any Atlanta bats here? They've kind of been a little cold.
0: Yeah, di- didn't play as well as I thought today. No, no big deal. Uh, but Josh Donaldson did hit a home run. Uh, the 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 hard contact is there, I and mean, I know we've been talking about it, man. But on the season, I think he's around sixty-two percent hard contact, just crushing uh the ball. So, uh, I, I maybe he would be a one-off player, a free money Freddy. But that's about it, man. I, I don't. I, I think I think this game is going to probably be a scratch-off for no. This side of the game may be a scratch-off for me, uh, outside of some one-offs. So I definitely would stack the Braves today.
1: Yeah, I don't ever mind playing like Freeman, Albies, or Acuna Acuna, um, as one-offs. And like you said, Donaldson. Um, Arizona, I have interest in David Peralta here. Um, You know, I love lefties against Tehran. um, And obviously the roof's going to be open here. So I have interest in Peralta. Banged one out on Thursday. Um, His price has gone up. You know, you're not getting a discount on David Peralta anymore. He's not... Off to the slow start he was. He's expensive on every site. So it's a little tougher to play him, uh, you know, than it was before.
0: Yeah, for sure. But listen, man, I just – I can just see the Arizona Diamondbacks becoming a slate breaker in, in this spot. Um, the, the one hole in our pitch in our bullpen, they're trying to improve, but they, they're not elite yet. And I, I just think, man, Peralta, Marte, Escobar, these three guys could, could just murder Tehran here. Uh, and so I've got extreme interest. I, I like Dyson as well. Like I said, I, I'm really going to be on the lefties. And if, if, you, if you're multi-entering, I, I still wouldn't leave off Christian Walker. He's a guy that's hit pretty well this year. Uh, Adam Jones, I wouldn't leave him off. He's a guy that's hit pretty well this year. So, so these are all guys I would mix in with these lefties to see if we can catch them upside.
1: All right, moving on, Nationals and Dodgers. Eight total, Anibal Sanchez, Kenton Maeda. Um, Maeda is a two ten favorite. Do you have any interest here in Anibal Sanchez?
0: Absolutely not.
1: Yeah, like, you know, we look at the stats from last year. He's really good against lefties. 102 ISO, 261 uh, Woba. Kept the fly ball rate right down. He had a minus six percent um, hard to soft contact ratio against lefties last season. Um, that just hasn't been the case this year. He is still creating enough soft contact to make it worth noted. But four oh five woba, two eighty eight iso against lefties this season. I hate looking at smaller samples, um, but when trends like this pop up, you have to be you have to be paying attention to it because. The pitch that he got all the soft contact with last year was a splitter, and it's just not working as good. He's throwing He throws like a splitter-slash-cutter-slash-fastball combo, and he's just getting rocked this year against lefties. And the reason I keep saying this is there are very, 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 very good lefties in this lineup. So I'm going to pass on Anibal Sanchez today. Um Kenta Maeda is a little interesting here. You know, you always worry about how far will he go into the game? Is always the the biggest concern with Kentai Maeda. 9,200, though, will, if we're willing to take a pitcher on cores around this price, do we take a shot on Kentai Maeda? The only concern that we have is pitch count?
0: I I think you do, man. Um, I I think you consider it. Uh, Like you said, the concern is the pitch count. Has he pitched well this season overall? No. Hasn't been great. But, you know, against a Washington team that's kind of – they're starting to put it back together. You know, they had some injuries. They're trying to find their way. Maybe you – maybe he comes out and throws a good game here. I think in my mind, i still play Marquez over my eight of them.
1: That's kind of where I'm at too. Um, Really depends on the lineup of Washington. You know, if like Jan Gomes is in there instead of Suzuki – um that that's a big bump in strikeouts um you know just kind of have to see what the lineup looks like because there are they have like guys that have big k rates like michael taylor and stuff but they have guys that just put the ball in play like howie kendrick kurt suzuki dilfo they just put the ball in play so you got to kind of look at the lineup for kentai Maeda because he needs to be efficient he doesn't need to be facing a lot of guys that are going to walk and put the ball in play a ton. So, <laughs> you know, yeah. you're getting 85 pitches. You, you yeah, gotta, you need him to go out and do his thing. So, yeah, for sure. Um, let's talk bats here. Nothing really standing out to me for the Nationals. I don't ever mind playing Anthony Rendon or Howie Kendrick, but that's really it. Yeah,
0: yeah, nothing crazy, man. I mean, you know, a lot of a lot of, their, a lot of their guys are still hurt. Like- that might have been okay in the spot, but he's hurt, you know. So, yeah, no, no interest in, in the Nationals.
1: Um, I will have a Dodgers stack today, Will. Um, I talked about the recent trends and how much Annabelle Sanchez has struggled with lefties this season. And I can get a lower-owned Dodgers because not only is it a 10 o'clock game, we have so many good games in the East Coast that this game's just going to be low-owned in general. And I can bring it home with a Dodger stack tonight. I love stacking the Dodgers just in general. I, 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 just, I know I'm going to have a Dodger stack today.
0: Yeah, man. Uh, you know, I know I've kind of talked to you a little bit about, you know, how I've been changing my approach and thinking about a little bit more multi-entry, and today is a day, man. I like so many teams. Uh, I, I, I'm going to have to narrow it down, but the Dodgers are absolutely included. Uh, in, in, in my approach today, and uh, I, I really like these guys, so I'm I'm I will have a Dodger stack as well. Um, maybe around 10 and 10 percent of my bills because I, I think even at 10 percent, I think I'll have more than the feel in terms of stackability. So I, I like the Dodgers, I will have them.
1: Um moving on last game on the slate cincinnati red san francisco giant seven and a half total luis castillo against Derek rodriguez castillo a 154 favorite um i mentioned a long time ago um that i liked him on the slate um i like just about anybody facing the giants in san francisco um they're just not a very good offense you know and hopefully The fact that they played better on the road scares some people off here, but they're just a massive home-road splits team, um, and they always are going to be. So I I like this spot for Castillo a lot. I think that this is um, a spot he goes out and pitches really well. Just pitched against this team in Cincinnati. Didn't have, like, a crazy game, but the home run that he gave up would have been very questionable in San Francisco.
0: Yeah, and and the other thing, too, Stevie – he still got nine Ks in that game, ninety-two pitches he went in that game, and still put up twenty-two point two fantasy points. Uh, I, I think he's on his way to a thirty-point game today, and I, I mean, I mean that wholeheartedly. Uh, you know, I know I talked about playing Glass now. I'm still, I still think I'm going to side with Glass now uh, in tournaments. But with some of the value we talked about, I might be able to get Glass now and Castillo. Uh I'm 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 definitely gonna try. Um to, to get Castillo Glass now, uh, you know, Glass now Wheeler, Wheeler, Castillo, like that that that's gonna be the combo I'm gonna try to work around here um and see if we can make something work, man. Because if so, I I, I mean I think you can get legit 30 points from two pitchers today and really have your floor set up for success. Love Castillo. I I, I think he's on his way to a massive outing.
1: Yeah. Um Derek Rodriguez, the other side of this game, not a terrible pitcher. Um, I, I will say, like uh, you know, looking at like his home road splits throughout his career, um, very small sample size since the start of last season. His wOBA goes down about thirty points, and his average goes down about forty points. Um, and he's pitched, he's pitched like thirty four more innings, or twenty, yeah, thirty four more innings at, or twenty four more innings at home. Then he has on the road and he's, you know, given up two extra home runs, but the home run per nine is actually lower at home. He's not a great pitcher. I'm not playing him here, um, but I will say like the ballpark makes a huge difference as far as bats here. Um, I'm guessing you don't have any interest in Derek Rodriguez.
0: I, I think if you need the salary relief, I feel like he would be one of the best plays. Like I think he could get 15 points today on this slate um so if you need this like if you just absolutely say all right i, I i'm playing big bats like if you're playing cores or you're playing you're gonna need this out you're not gonna be able to do you know take the approach that maybe i'm thinking paying up at both spots or you know going double mid-range so you're gonna need salary relief i i think he's in the discussion for 6300
1: fair enough um it's this ballpark you just hope that he doesn't go yeah. to any home runs. <laughs> <laughs> there you go um, he just pitched against Cincinnati in Cincinnati, and they absolutely hey, destroyed uh, him.
0: <laughs> I I played Cincinnati that game. I think that was was that the Derek Dietrich three home run game. Yeah, it I'm pretty it sure
1: was that was the Derek Dietrich game. Um, <laughs> Cincinnati bats here. What do we like?
0: Uh I mean, listen, you know the the usual suspects, man. Uh, <laughs> my boy, my boy Derek Dietrich, man, just good God, he's isn't he just smoking like. Just he's just smoking. Like, if you don't believe in hot streaks, God, I know we gotta get out of here. If you don't believe in hot streaks, that's okay. Just acknowledge that Derek Dietrich is hitting the ball really well for this window of time that he's in. He's not gonna do this all season. Uh but but Derek Dietrich's in play. Uh, you know, Winker's in play for sure again. Uh Nick Cinzel, if he cracks the lineup, I think he's in play. So you, you got a few pieces that you can run here. The problem is they're in Cincinnati, and so I don't think you need to be loading up on him. I'd maybe take one off, but I'm not expecting him to hit any home runs here.
1: Yep, Joey, Joey Votto, 3500 Price keeps going down. Stevie keeps fading. It's it's glorious. Did you see him get robbed the other day? I absolutely love that. That was awesome. Um, as far as the Giants, I don't really have any interest here in Giants, um, Bats. Uh, is there anything that you want to talk about here?
0: No, zero. All the Castillo, all the Castillo.
1: Yeah, I was just looking to see like if there was anybody that was like just way too cheap, but nothing really standing out to me. Panic's really cheap. You want a leadoff hitter at second base for 3100 that's fine, but not going to play him. Let's play the morning grind game, Will. Then we're going to get out of here for the weekend. Um, give me your guy under 8K to get six or more strikeouts. Ooh, Uh God, I feel like this should be easy today. I'm changing this game starting Monday. This is totally going up to eighty five
0: hundred. <laughs> oh, oh, great! Thank you, thank you. Uh, so Monday,
1: not today, yeah. buddy. No, no, I know,
0: man. I was just messing with. you. <laughs> I, I, I know. I, I honestly, I, I think the guy that has the potential to do it is a guy that I'm not as high on because of the ballpark. But I think I'm going to have to go Trevor Cahill. I, I, I think he's got the the closest. There, there's a guy at a close second if he's gonna if he plays. But I think right now I have to side with with, with Cahill.
1: Yeah, Trevor Cahill here. You know, at seventy one hundred, he was the guy that I was gonna take too. I got two, um,
0: but right, I th- just think he has the highest likelihood.
1: Yeah, that's fine. Um, yeah, um, I'm gonna take Trevor Williams yep. just because right. I-, I think that's the guy. But I still don't like him. Still don't like him. So I'm changing the game and I'm the host. I can do whatever I want. Um <laughs> over 8K to score under 15. Give me your bus picture of the day.
0: Uh man, I'm gonna stay on brand here. I'm taking Jake Arietta at 9K.
1: I like that one. Um 15's like kind of right where he should be. Um I'm gonna take uh your boy Julio Tehran um in his spot with the roof open in Arizona. Gonna pass on that one. Um, Over 4K to hit a home run, who's your expensive home run today?
0: Uh, So many choices, so many choices, Uh, but we've got a game out here in Baltimore. Boy, I hope he's not high on. Give me Mr. Mike Trout, 5,700, double-dong game today.
1: Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, J.D. Martinez. Um, I, I really like the spot for Martinez. Yeah, Red Sox can let me down again. That's fine. Um, under 4K to get two hits, who do you got?
0: Now, this is a tough one because there are so many, but I've got a guy that's incredibly too cheap. Give me Corey Seager, $3,700. he
1: has been struggling, but I like it. Um I'm going to go with my boy, Rowdy. Rowdy tells. Not only is he going to yeah. get a home run, he's going to have two hits today, 3,800. I'm currently using him in cash games. Um, give me a stack to score six or more runs today, Will. Chicago White
0: Sox. Chicago White Sox.
1: Said that with passion, and he said it fast. I'm going to go with the Dodgers, the late-night hammer. Bring it <laughs> home for me, L.A. I'm um, definitely going to have a Dodger stack today. That's gonna wrap it up here for Friday. I hope everyone has an awesome weekend. To all the mothers out there, we appreciate you first of all, uh, being a mother and um, you know doing everything that you do each and every day. Um, thank you for listening to the podcast. All the husbands out there, take care of your wives, take care of your moms. It's Mother's Day weekend, you know. Don't worry about baseball on Sunday. Go spend time with your mom. So it's gonna wrap it up. I hope everyone has an awesome Friday. Good luck in your contest. We'll see you guys again on Monday.